Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. Thank you very much. We're glad you joined us on this podcast. We're going to have a great time today. We're going to be talking about my 2020 money pit list. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give you the list of things that I'm having to do on my home. Now, if you want to basically get an idea of what my home looks like, you've seen pictures of the palace at Versailles in France. Uh, my house is slightly larger than that. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. Actually, it's not that large at all. But um, I have a list of things that I need to do uh, primarily on the exterior. So I thought it might be helpful to you, whether you live in the Memphis Mid-South area or you live in Detroit, hello Detroit, or Pittsburgh, or Los Angeles, or Ypsilanti, Michigan, believe it or not, people are listening there all across the nation. So I thought wherever you live, this may give you some insight and things that you might need to do on your home, maybe not exactly the same thing, but uh, it'll kind of walk you through my thinking and my processes for taking care of this. Uh, for those that are local in the Mid-South Memphis area, let me give a little shameless self-promotion. I work as senior consultant for Masters Roofing based in Bartlett, Tennessee, here in the Memphis area. It is the leading residential roofing contractor in the area. No brag, just fact. If you would like a free, honest roof inspection to understand the true condition of your roof, you can call me at 901-273-6594. I also am very happy to give free roof advice as to what problem you may be having or even a home problem on the exterior, that kind of thing. Uh, be happy to talk with you. You may just simply want a roof replacement estimate or a roof repair estimate. We also do gutters and exterior painting and some interior painting and drywall as well. But anyway, if I can be of help to you here locally in the Memphis Mid-South, call me direct 901-273-6594. All right, well, let's get started with our topic today, my 2020 money pit list. Now, I don't really view my home as a money pit. It's been a great home, but th this is where this may help you wherever you live in America. Homes are an investment. For most of us, it's probably the largest investment we make. Uh, you may be one of those people that makes larger ones, but for a lot of us, it is, it is the largest one. And unfortunately, they have to be taken care of inside and outside. So some of these things are things that I have known for some time now that I needed to take care of, and I'm just going to go through my list. Number one, trim the trees. Now, I'm not talking about just cutting a few bushes in the front or using some uh, uh, you know, pruning shears to cut back a little branch here and there. My home has a lot of trees around it. Basically, our subdivision is in the middle of cow pastures. There are still cattle that graze the pastures all around where our subdivision is. 
So it's it's sort of sort of suburban, but it's uh, got that rural touch as well. So there are lots of older old growth trees, tall trees with huge leaves and uh, branches and so forth. You know when you, the branches on the trees begin to be uh, interstate highways for squirrels to get to your roof, it's definitely time to cut those back. So actually, um, it's not something I'm going to do in 2020. We just did it this past week. Uh, we're here uh, going into Christmas week. So we did it the week before, and we had tree limbs, uh, branches, I should say, large branches, cut way back toward the trunk of the tree, and we did what is called raising the canopy of the trees in my yard. So whereas the, you know, the lowest part of the trees might have been in some cases 10 feet off the ground or 15, something like that, now the canopy has been raised so that the lowest points are more like 15, 20, 25 feet off the ground and cut back away from the home. And that will, that will discourage squirrels using um, those tree limbs to get to my home. It will also make everything just look better and be easier to take care of the yard. So uh, I did that, though, for another reason. It, it ties into number two that I'm about to mention. I did it because the trees were getting real close to the home, and I'm about to have the, the exterior of my home clad, C-L-A-D, clad with vinyl siding. You see, my home has, that's, that's number two, that's a pretty costly project. <laughs> my home has composite siding. It's, it looks like the new type of hardy plank siding that's been around for uh, two or three decades now, but it's, it's not. It's composite siding, that, so that's wood fiber, and the glue used to form those boards is non-marine glue. That doesn't mean that uh, the glue failed boot camp at Paris Island. That's not what I mean. What I mean is it's, it's not a glue that can be used in water-type situations. Some of the newer composite siding has marine glue, and then, of course, uh, products like Hardy Plank and similar products are a wood fiber and concrete siding. Well, I don't have that. I've got the old style composite siding. It's not that Louisiana Pacific type that was easy to swell, but it's some similar product and, and there is some swelling and all that. So basically my wife and I got um, estimates for that work to be done and we even looked at uh, caulking, painting, doing wood rot repair, and all of that. And basically, after looking everything over, we just, we bit the bullet, so to speak, and we decided, you know, we could pay ten or 15000 to do a great paint job outside. You know, maybe not that much, but, you know, with what needed to be done with a porch being rebuilt and all of that, a stairway, stair steps is what I'm trying to say. Um, it, it was uh, more than just a little bit. So just looking at the quotes we had for doing exterior painting and wood rot repair versus siding it to us, 
it just made more sense to go ahead and spend more and put siding on the home rather than paint it and have to come back again in 10 years or, or so and repaint the home. Does that make sense to you? So yeah, we're laying out a, a lot right here and yet I know that the result is going to look fantastic and it will, it will essentially be maintenance free. I mean, maybe not 100%, but pretty close to that. And one of the things that we were starting to have a lot of problems with was not only the swelling in the wood rot on the siding, but uh, also that type of thing going on, uh, rotting on fascia board, you know, squirrels chewing through it and all of that, carpenter bees. I think a word went out to the carpenter bee community that I was throwing a rave for carpenter bees, so they all came to my home. Uh, anyway, several different problems and concerns are, are being solved by recladding the exterior of my home in vinyl siding. So I trim the trees back, raise the canopy, that's number one. Number two, I took care of the exterior of my home. Uh, I will be doing that in, in 2020. We already have a contract to do so. And that will that will take a load off of my mind about several of these issues that are that are had been bothering me, put it that way. And if we need to sell the home at some point, it'll be far more attractive to buyers uh, looking great and being virtually maintenance-free. So uh, that's number two. All right, number three is along with the vinyl siding project, I'm getting rid of the, I believe, four-inch gutters that I have on my home, getting rid of those, and the uh, matching downspouts, and we're putting on six-inch gutters, and those will also have matching downspouts that go with them, and also gutter covers, because living near so many trees, it's almost impossible to keep leaves and debris and pine straw and all of that out of the gutters, so one of the problems we've been having is the gutters fill up. They either have to be cleaned out or, uh, you know, just it, just a nightmare. And if they're not cleaned out on a regular basis, they get heavier. The water overflows the back, adding to the fascia and siding wood rot issues. It's just a total, you know, gnarled up knot. So with the vinyl siding, the new gutters, downspouts, and gutter covers, and, and larger gutters, by the way, that will solve uh, that problem. So all of that's included in that contract. So that's one, two, and three. Um, trim the trees, vinyl siding, gutters, and covers. Number four is uh, to reinforce a uh, slope on one back corner and some of this problem will be solved with the, the gutters being redone, but I'm also going to, to use some tubing at the bottom of the downspout to run the, the water from the gutter on that end of the house down a hill and then use some landscaping material, probably um, uh, plastic and pine straw and that kind of thing to, to protect one corner slope that has had quite a bit of washing. And also cutting the trees back in that area allows enough sunlight to get to that area where grass will uh, be able to be regrown again in that area. So it will stop and help reduce 
washing in that area. If you saw it, you would understand completely what I'm talking about. And you may have a place like that in your home, where uh, your yard, where you need to to reroute some water, maybe uh, shore up some washing that has been occurring so that you don't have down the road a foundation issue. All right, number five is uh, thinking ahead. I know that the water heater in our home is fairly old, so we know that at some point in the future, uh, we are planning to replace the water heater. I like to do that kind of thing, if possible, before it becomes a problem. I mean, listen, there's nothing worse than trying to, you know, let's say your whole family gets up in the morning to go to school and to go to work and there's no hot water because the hot water heater has finally failed. That's, that's no fine. Trust me on that. So maybe preventive maintenance. I know that it needs to be replaced, so we're thinking ahead about getting that done. Number six, uh, the furnace. I live in a home that is about 25 years old. You probably wouldn't know that if you drove by it, but it's fairly, fairly old, I guess, in terms of appliances, and the original furnace is still there, uh, two of them. So I know that pretty soon in the next year or so, we, we probably need to replace those. Uh, yes, they can be repaired, but again, you know, you're at a point where it's an aging unit. It is not making uh, efficient use of the gas supplied and all of that. So, you know, we're at a point where I have to do that. Maybe not in 2020, but if we can, we probably should. And number seven, again, this one doesn't necessarily have to be in 2020, but the driveway is older. Uh, there's some, some major cracking issues in the driveway. I know over time that's only going to get worse. You can easily see the driveway at the front of our home. I'm sure it detracts in some way from the appearance of the home, especially <laughs> when right beside it is newly poured concrete in the last three or four years or so that provided a, a, a uh, driveway, walkway, and, and sort of a patio behind the home. It looks nice and new, and then you've got the original driveway, and that kind of needs to be redone, I think. So um, I think we're easily into $300,000 there. What do you think? <laughs> Not that much, but, but it will add up. But you know what? If you, if you don't do it all at once and you, you plan for it, you can figure out ways to save the money, uh, maybe pull some equity out of your home, maybe a, uh, a very short-term, low-cost home improvement loan. I mean, listen, money's never been cheaper than it is now uh, to borrow. So if you're responsible and careful with that, uh, maybe your bank can help you and you can move forward. But the main thing is this. There, there are things, whether you live in Spokane, Washington, or Pensacola, Florida, you live in Houston, Texas, Chicago, Illinois, you know, wherever you're listening from, or even right here in the Mid-South in Memphis, there are things that bother you about your home. And I don't mean aesthetically, although that, that's important, but things that you know need to be taken care of. For example, I don't know what it is about Memphis, but this is the woodrot capital of the known world. I'm not exactly sure why. I have some theories, but many of you, if you're listening from the Mid-South area, if you go out outside your home right now and walk around it and look up, 
you're going to get depressed because you're going to see wood rot has gotten away from you. It needs to be gotten off the home, repaired and maintained. Maybe the roof is the same way. You need to take action. Well, again, uh, I hope this has been helpful. And you say, well, you didn't tell us how to do anything exactly. Yeah, I did too. I, I told you by giving you my examples of how to take all of these problems your home has, break them down into a list. You know, sort of like the old thing, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? I don't think we should eat elephants, but good analogy. So if, if you know there are nine things that your home needs to have taken care of, let's get real. You're not going to do all of those at once, nor should you. Prioritize them. Find the money. It's there. Even if, even if you get a refinance or pull equity out of your home with a second mortgage, or if it's serious enough and it's emergency and you had to, use a credit card. Borrow from your 401k. If it's an emergency, it has to be addressed, right? But the point is, you make a priority list, you make a plan, and then you start taking action steps and put it in motion. Will I get all of this done in 2020? Probably not. But you know what? If I get, I've already got the trees done, not even 2020 yet. If I get the vinyl siding, the gutters and covers will be done at the same time, reinforce the slope, and maybe even get the water heater. You know what? That's five of the things that have been bugging me for a while. Okay, I didn't get to the furnace and the driveway, but hey, you know, we'll get there when we get there. But at least I feel good about taking care of my home. Uh, I'm prouder of it. And I don't mean that in a, in a you know, an egotistical sense, but I want my family to feel good about the place they live in. You know, should something happen to me and my family uh, need to move closer to relatives and that kind of thing, I want the home to be presentable enough that it will sell for its true value and not, not be a, a uh, junky place that, that, that basically we give away and get no value out of. I want my family to be happy while they live there. And if something happens to me first, uh, happy you know, with being able to manage the home and take care of it or sell it if they need to. Well, again, um, I can't do anything about your roof if you live in Washington State or Virginia. But if you live right here in the Mid-South, Memphis area, you need free roof advice. I'm an expert, by the way. Why do I say that? An expert is someone who's put over 10,000 hours into their field of, of, uh, of work. I put in way more than that. I don't know everything, but I'm surrounded by similar experts. So all of us together as a team, we can figure it out. So if you need to call us for a roof inspection, roof replacement estimate, roof repair estimate, free roofing advice, maybe you want new gutters, uh, painting, whatever, call me at 901-273-6594. Ed Hill with Masters Roofing. I'm the host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. Well, again, we're so happy that you joined us today, and I hope you feel like this has been of value to you. Tell others where to find us. Just type in www.memphishomemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. We can be found on Google Play, 
on Apple. We can be found on Spotify. We're on iHeart Radio Podcast and many other places as well. Well, again, thanks for listening and have a great day.